where, when, and why. The five questions all reporters are supposed to ask themselves. But as programmers, how often do we ask ourselves these questions? Welcome to Expressive Programming, Episode 3, for October 17th, Friday, 2008. Welcome to this episode of Expressive Programming, an exploration into programming as an art. Here I'll focus on programming, design, and development as an art form, and especially as a form of self-expression. We'll look at open source projects, the projects that I'm working on, the code that others have written, and focus on how that reflects what we feel, what we intend, and how we impact the world. Special thanks for all episodes go to Hacker Public Radio for helping me get this podcast off the ground, especially Enigma. And also a special thanks to Hot Bitch Arsenal. The band's website can be found at hotbitcharsenal.com for all their wonderful, inspiring, and moving Creative Commons music that they've allowed me to use. They're the cure for the uncommon melancholy. And now on to today's episode of Expressive Programming. Enjoy. Motivation, inspiration, creativity, they all come to play in all forms of art. But what about programming? What got you started? What keeps you going? Did you go to school for it? Did you want to do it as a job? Is it how you see your 401k being filled out? If so, uh, you probably don't like my podcast too much. And you probably don't agree with a lot of what I talk about. If you even understand it. But you probably don't. But for those of us that do program as an art form. Those of us that express ourselves in our programs and how we program are often faced with problems of inspiration and motivation. I've gone through an excessively long drought where I was unmotivated and uninspired to program. I still did it. I pushed myself forward and created a few things, contributed to several open source projects. None of the most impressive code that I've ever written, but certainly nothing to get excited about. And to me, that's something I've learned recently is that it comes down to excitement, the passion I have for the project I'm working on. That's the single biggest thing, the most important thing when I need motivation, 
is to be excited about the project I'm working on. Excited about the people I'm working with. Excited about what it'll be when it's done. But most importantly, actually excited about creating it. So I'm wondering what kinds of motivation do you find? At times I've been motivated to create certain programs because I knew it would benefit someone. I knew it would help a nonprofit organization accomplish something in a way they haven't been able to before. Other programs I added features to or created because I was being paid to, but that wasn't what motivated me. What motivated me was because they wanted something that they didn't have a way of doing before. They now wanted a way of doing it. And as a programmer, I'm able to use my art to bring something into the world that would someone do something that they couldn't before in a way that's easier or in some cases the truly exciting times when it's original when it's truly creating something that hasn't been done before that brings me to my current two major projects I am working on an SDL, which is Simple Direct Media Layer or Library, and that's at libsdl.org. I'm using it to power a online media browser. It's the only way I can describe it. The intent of the project is to provide an interface similar to that of your cable provider, um, Myth TV, perhaps, um, satellite provider, the channel chooser. And as you go through there and browse through the channels, pick what you want to watch. The idea is to allow the same type of interface, including integration with LIRC, to allow for infrared control with a remote. I'm also using SDL because it will allow for the interface to be truly beautiful. But I'm also going to integrate it with PHP, GTK, Behave, and Cairo to make a beautiful program. Aesthetics are very important in the applications I create, whether they're web-based or not. My website is currently running on one of the clones of a web application platform <laughs> that I'm creating using Git to create in four separate websites an overall application platform that will allow for a central system to be put in place 
that can access repositories of online applications. I've been working on that for over two years. That application hasn't excited me. What excited me recently has begun work with the many OpenGL libraries. I'm working with an engine called Crystal Space 3D that allows for programming using C or C++. It also has Python and Perl bindings as well as a complete XML-based development environment. Right now, I'm looking for other women programmers to join me to create the first all-female created video game. And yes, of course, it'll be open source. I'm planning on going with Crystal Space because of the XML that it allows to allow as many people to contribute and join the project as possible. But the other engine that I'm looking at is called Open Scene Graph, which is an open source OpenGL library. Now everyone's heard of OpenGL, but you may not know that OpenGL is actually a specification not itself a library. The most common library on Linux for OpenGL is probably Mesa. Do you want to play? you want to play? It's probably Mesa. But there are many other implementations of the OpenGL spec. Open Scene Graph is without a doubt one of the most powerful and definitely the one that on Linux allows for the highest rendering and the most powerful of the specs to be implemented. MESA doesn't exactly implement OpenGL. It implements an OpenGL-like API. Doing this research, playing with Open Scene Graph and Crystal Space 3D, which also has integration with Blender. As a matter of fact, it's being used, Crystal Space 3D that is, is being used to create the Apricot Open Game, which you may or may not have heard of, which is being developed by the Blender team similar to Elephant's Dreams or Big Buck Bunny that they created to show off Blender's capabilities when it came to being an animation and movie creation platform. Blender is a very powerful tool when it comes to developing games. It has a game development engine but also integrates with Crystal. 
Crystal Space 3D is currently working to be come Blender's game development engine. These are exciting to me because a game is a way for me not only to be able to tell my story, which I have many stories to tell, but I'm not an author. The most important aspect of game development is that it allows me to create a world, pull people into the world, and have them feel emotions like they do in the real world. There's a TED Talk, which I will include in the show notes, that exemplifies this very well, and how this is going to have unknown implications on our society. But any of us that have played any game, and I mean from the newest Windows-based games, which I haven't played, but back to Mario, and the excitement and the emotions or role-playing games where the story would grip you and parts make you cry, parts make you wonder, parts make you excited. Those emotions, those are what I want to elicit out of the player. And that is what truly excites me about programming games again. They're what I started programming, but then the dot-com boom came along and it was a lot more profitable to be a contractor or a web developer. And so that's what I did professionally. The open source projects I've worked on have been basically surrounding the social media, including online desktop, G-Potter, and various other projects. Though now the main open source projects I work on are my own and the OpenSUSE project, which I'm very proud to be a member of that community. one more of the implementations of my web application. One of the residual effects of having gotten so excited and found a way to, given my current state, be able to elicit those emotions from individuals again by being a game programmer, a completely unexpected result or side effect almost is that I've become excited and motivated about my other projects. I've made more progress, implemented more features, 
and just fought programmed more since getting back into game development than I have in the last several years. Which wasn't something I was expecting. I've been spending most of my time working with game engines and libraries and development. But I also find myself excited even more to work on my other projects. I find myself more motivated to email, more motivated to blog, and just more engaged in life. Of course, that's the plight of an artist, of any creative, regardless of the canvas on which we create. So I'm interested in hearing from anyone what motivates you? What is it that motivated you to get into programming? What keeps you programming? What inspires you to create new things? Most importantly, what excites you? What are you doing now that's exciting? And how do you keep that spark alive? Until next time, smile when you code. It's not just a closing parenthesis. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode of Expressive Programming. If you'd like more information about me, my projects, my podcasts, or anything else, please feel free to visit my website at ubershikgeekchick.com. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, please feel free to email me at feedback at ubershikgeekchick.com. Warning, I'm flaky and I suck at email. I'm also a member of the phpwomen.org community. It's a wonderful place. Any woman involved in development, please join us there. Also, another wonderful community that I'm involved in is devchicks.com. All development principles are welcome. Please come along. And lastly, I'm a proud member of both linuxchick.com, that's chick, C-H-I-C, and linuxchicks.org, that's C-H-I-X. And there you'll find opinions and topics and anything you could want. So any woman out there, please, you're not alone. Come join us. Lastly, I'm on Identica, Twitter, and on IRC Freenode server as Uberchick. Feel free to hop in, say hi, find me in a room, PM me, and I'll probably block you. Other than that, until next time, express yourself. Thank you for listening to Hack the Public Radio. HPR is sponsored by Caro.net, so head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.